Welcome to the first um, 10 Minutes With podcast. And um, thank you very much for joining me. You're going to be pretty much just training me through this as my first podcast, man. But um, so let's start with um, why don't you tell everyone who you are and what you're about? What do you do? Thanks, thanks. Thank, thank you for, very much for the invite. My name's Farhan. I'm an implant dentist and I'm based up in Scotland. But to be honest, I work all around the UK uh, yeah. carrying out the dental treatment, specifically implants. Okay. That's probably it. My focus is implant dentistry, but I'm a really, you know, keen and a passion for education, teaching and mentoring. Wicked. I mean, I mean, this is kind of why I wanted to get you on because, you know, you're somebody who's a business owner, you're somebody who travels in dentistry and someone who's really busy during all of this. So I thought, you know, I want to kind of pick your brain, get your thoughts. And, you know, a big part of this podcast is we're just distilling it down to try to get it to under 10 minutes if we can. Um, just to cut out the fluff and get your advice. We're going to talk about things like COVID generally. We're going to talk about business, dentistry and well-being as well. Um, so, well, let's start with that. You know, so we are at a stage where we're about seven days into lockdown and there's been about 1,200 deaths in the UK now, about 200 people a day dying now. And, you know, this is going to have a major effect on us. What's your thoughts on everything that's going on at the moment? To be honest, you know, it really is what it is. Uh, we have to do our little bit to help in any way we can. A lot of the situation has been forced upon us as in terms of our work, so mm -hmm. we're not working. Uh, but I, I'm quite fortunate. I, I also have a medical degree and I've been put back on the medical registrar wow. temporarily. Okay. So I'm just waiting on a call. But up in Scotland, certainly the, the hospitals aren't at you know, are nowhere near in the situation that it, what it's yeah. like down in the Midlands and, and further south in the country. Yeah. So I, I haven't had a call yet, but I suspect as things progress, if yeah. it gets worse, then, you know, I will be called to, right. and asked to help. Wow. Now the registration, I was put on automatically, I could have opted out, but okay. I'm keen to get involved and help in any way I can. Yeah. But maybe, you know, if we think about what's happening in Italy and Spain, mm -hmm. the, certainly the centre of the pandemic, the, 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 the disease is in a certain part of Italy and it's the same in, in Spain, Madrid. And I think what it looks like now is that the main sort of bulk of the cases are down the south of England. Okay. So maybe, I, you know, maybe we, will, we won't get it as yeah. bad as other areas. We and wait and see. How are you feeling about going back and doing some medicine? I'm excited in yeah. a weird way. I have to, I've not yeah, found yeah. or looked at my stethoscope yet, okay. but I'm pretty excited. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Amazing. I've, I've, I've been out of medicine since 2014. Okay. So it's been, it's been just over five years. So, but to be wow. honest, it's like dentistry. If you're out of it for a while, you, the basic yeah. stuff, you never lose, you never yeah. lose it. Yeah. And you're still kind of quite hands on with things in sedation and things at the moment. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and so, well, t tell us a little bit, how has this affected your business and, you know, what have you done to kind of try and minimise the impact or if that's even possible? Big impact in my business, obviously. I, yeah. I'm a partner. We've got six practices. Wow. Six. Okay. So they're closed. Yeah. We have around 20 plus dental associates that work within the group mm. and then 
support, stra support staff somewhere in the region of 50. So it's, it's a big, uh, it's a huge. big problem. Yeah. So we obviously had to think about how we're going to manage this, how we're going to think about long term, what impact, and it's really week to week. And obviously mm -hmm. we've been listening out to the financial packages that are being made available by central government and by the the NHS and the the sort of the the health board up in Scotland, which is different to the healthcare system down in England. So that's what we've been waiting on. There is support there, but really it's it's not enough. Okay. So what kind of things would you make? What kind of things? So, I mean, one of the things that we're hearing a lot is, you know, there's just the leadership in England has been quite poor and um, news trickling out. People aren't really sure what's going on. What kind of things would you want to see from leadership that would be useful for you to know and that would help out your businesses and all these staff that you've got to kind of under your care, really? So from, from a kind of a head government point of view. Yeah, NHS England, CDOs. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were pretty clear. The information was being rolled out you know, slowing emergency only, and then a few days later, close mm -hmm. all practices. And now they've set up hubs. And you also have to appreciate it's not an easy job for them. It's not something that they've had to deal with in the past, so it takes a bit of time. Okay. But I think in Scotland, they've certainly moved at speed to get things in place. Great. And, you know, our dental practices have been closed for over a week. And, and, was, and what is that information was clear to us. Great. And what's happening with the kind of urgent dental care things up in Scotland? Do, is that, have, have centres opened yet? Yep, centres have opened. Great. And the dentists within specific practices, all they're doing is triaging the patients. Okay. And then passing them over to these uh, central centres. Okay. And so what, what are you doing, I mean, with all the nursing staff at the moment, obviously, I'm guessing a lot of them are on furlough. Is that a concern for you longer term? You know, how are you going to be able to bring everyone back in and keep your business surviving at the end of this? Or is this something that you're feeling comfortable with at the moment? I suppose, uh, no, I think absolutely that there's, it's the uncertainty because yeah. I don't think the furlough scheme, it's, it's clear yet how it's going to happen, how, who, how much money we're going to get. And does yeah. that impact actually the money that the, the health board are potentially going to give us, et cetera, et cetera. So, Right. There's a, there, there's a lot of questions that are unanswered. We right. wait to see. Yeah. So yes. yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's certainly anxiety mm -hmm. when it comes to that. But you know, we we've really we've been in close contact with all the staff, not only the dental staff but the admin staff. Yeah. And staff morale is high. You know, okay. and everybody understands. Yeah. This is a, a really unique situation, and we've all got to work together to 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 get through it. And yeah. so. Morale is good within the team and what we found really useful and we're, we're, we've just been on one is we're doing two to three webinars a week with the team. Yeah, uh, okay. Just keeping in touch with everybody and doing some sort of uh, CPD. Great, so communication's key and just kind of keeping everyone in yeah, the loop you regularly. Amazing. Um, and so what's your thoughts on, I mean, we work in a field where in implant dentistry where you know it, we're imp improving patients quality of life but it's not an essential so how do you think this will affect dentistry as a whole or an implant dentistry um and, and i guess even for your businesses do you think we'll see a change in how we view associates or how many people you'll have as associates versus employed what's your thoughts so quite interesting i think nhs dentistry 
mm -hmm. will will come out of this and it'll be busy. So the practice yeah. will be busy and mice. So our split is about 70% NHS, 30% private within the practice group. Okay. So I think there'll be loads of patients coming to see us in terms of NHS treatment, etc. Mm -hmm. Now, in 2008, we had the big recession. I wasn't doing implant work at that point, but right. colleagues that I know were said mm -hmm. that had a huge impact. And actually the, that impact lasted a year. Now I feel wow. this will be worse. Yeah. And so I think when you're doing implant, I think there's going to be and any kind of really pr private dentistry, there's right. going to be a, a real knock-on effect for, for us guys working primarily in the private sector and specifically doing implant work. I mean, that's what happened in 2008. I don't see why it would be any different in 2020. And so what are you planning on doing personally to try and reduce that impact on you? Because obviously there will still be some patients who need implant work. And, you know, what are you going to do to try and minimize that impact? Or what would you recommend people do to minimize that impact? I'm quite fortunate in the, in, in the situation that I, I work in so many different areas mm -hmm. from north of Scotland down to London. I'll yeah, travel I've seen that. It's crazy. patients <laughs> work with different to work with different dentists. Yeah. So, so I, I think I'm going to be slightly shielded. And then obviously I, I focus a lot on education involved in mentoring okay. and running courses. Yeah. But it is, it is, you know, and you've just got to accept it and think, well, what am I going to do to come out of this stronger? Okay. And so that's what I've really been working on. Yeah. In the last sort of a week to 10 days is okay. making myself as skilled as possible to manage yeah. the situation post us getting over this uh, crisis. Yeah, I mean, I've been seeing that you've been doing a lot of webinars and educational stuff and, you know, keeping people busy. I uh, saw that you're involved with this kind of lockdown webinar series that people are doing. Um, what, what's your thought behind it? How, how are you finding it? What kind of numbers are you getting? Do you find people are engaging with you? Or do you feel like people are switched off and just kind of switching off from dentistry for a while? I, 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 from, for me, my, pa what, my greatest passion is education. It's okay. simple. Yeah. I love teaching. I love being able to pass on the skills that I've learned from other mentors mm -hmm. and pass it on to other clinicians. So ultimately we can improve patient care. So that's my, that's my why. Uh, okay. And that's why I do it. Yeah. I think a lot of people are engaging in webinars or gaining CPD because this is a great opportunity now mm -hmm. to, to do it because when we get back to work then people are just going to want to work to, to, to sort of uh, recoup some of the financial loss that they've encountered okay. so a lot of people and we're so fortunate in this day and age where we can communicate with each other over the internet so easily voice video yeah it's, it's a no-brainer and okay. if you want to build an education platform for yourself or get your name known then this is the time you just got to put yourself out there and mm -hmm. engage and you only need one other person to start to start something that's all you yeah. need one other person you know yeah. everyone started somewhere so just like and that's what i've done i just went facebook live just pick something and and started talking about it yeah and i get maybe i don't know 50 to 70 people tuning in incredible but, yeah you know I, do, I do it for one person yeah Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I sat in on one of yours and I, I learned a lot. So I thought it was very useful, man. Very good. Um, and what other things are you going to work on? Do you think in the next year then what's your plans in the next year? For, I mean, in dentistry and, and in teaching and things like that. Okay. So I'm writing a book. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
So what's it? What's what's that? To get my book out in, yeah. So my aim is to get my book out in eight weeks. Okay. Eight and weeks. So that's Very what good. I've really been concentrating on. So okay. I, I, I'm I'm doing some teaching myself. I'm getting involved in in learning. Yeah. And I'm writing my book. So my book is okay. focusing on the skills required to excel in in, in surgery. Okay. So it's, it's looking at the mindset of uh-huh. a clinician and okay. what are the keys of that mindset to make you excel. Okay. So that, that's Amazing. That's taking a lot of my time. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, I bet it is, yeah. Yeah. So, and I think we should all focus on improving ourselves. You know, so we can look back and go, oh, there was this crisis. We didn't work for two or three months and yeah. I did this. What you don't want to do is look back and go, oh yeah, I just sat and watched Netflix and I did yeah. this and just, you know, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's a good opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I'm spending time with kids. I've got two kids, a two-year-old and a three-year-old and I'm spending time at home, which is great. Uh-huh. But for me, my work yeah. is a huge part of my life and I need yeah. to be working. This is my way of continuing that. So I can't do the clinical work, mm-hmm. but I can do, you know, the education and the, and the writing side yeah. of things so that's what i'm really really focusing on and to be honest a yeah. week's flown by for me yeah and I'm okay you know another you can go on i've got so much to be doing you're busy you're busy so yeah. well well let's move on to well-being then so obviously you know there's a lot of anxiety going on a lot of people stressed at home probably kind of financial things going on uh what kind of what kind of things are you doing to kind of keep your mind kind of calm through all of this and kind of do you know is it fitness things is it reading more we were just before all this talking about kind of Gary V and you were recommending one of his books. Uh, what kind of things are you doing and what kind of tips would you have for people to keep their kind of well-being? So I run mm-hmm. five, six times a week. So I did a 15 kilometer run this morning with a, with another colleague. Okay. So I, I go out running most days. Yeah. And I was someone that would go to the gym quite frequently. Okay. So the gyms are closed. I have to find something, a substitute and running is my substitute so i'm out running every morning okay. at seven o'clock in the morning to get the run out of the way and that gets my day uh, started yeah I, I i i'm a big fan of audible yeah so i listen to a lot of audiobooks mm-hmm. some great you know and it's Any not tips? not fiction non-fiction yeah it's absolutely fantastic people to 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 listen to guys like tim ferris yeah seth Godin. Yeah, uh, Gary V, as we've uh, spoken about, uh-huh. uh, Napoleon Hill. There's yeah. a class. A lot of my focus in reading has been mindset and personal development. Yeah, one, it's a subject that I'm really interested in, and secondly, well, I, I'm hoping to write this book about, you know, transferable, transferring or finding out what skills are are required that I feel are required for us to excel in our our individual careers as dentists. So I've been doing a lot of research, but audiobooks, immense. And then YouTube. I do I watch a lot of videos on YouTube. Wicked. Man, that's that's so much information from that like small small little section there. So thank you very much for your time. Um and, and thanks for doing this. Pleasure.